gave the word and great was the company of them that published it so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God welcome to the know your bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord I am your host Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. now lend me your ear and let's go inside of know your bible and hear God's life changing word welcome to know your bible The right hand of your right, yeah. I'm going to hold you by Jesus. Jesus is the right hand of God's righteousness. Got that? All right, now, you might be ready for 2 Corinthians 5.21. Look like you've been primed pretty good. Second Corinthians 5 and 21. You'll find these words. For he hath made him. Stop right there. Who is he? God is he. Who has made him? Who is him? Jesus Christ. Right? Okay, now. For God hath made Jesus... Who knew no sin. See now. Hold the pickle and the mayo. And the lettuce right here. So that it can be clearly understood. He God made him Jesus. Not a sinner. Christ was never a sinner. He died for sinners. Now, this might ruffle some of your religious feathers, what I'm about to say. But that's good. They'll calm down when the wind comes. He made him to be sin, not a sinner. What does that mean? That means that you and I, we were not in the darkness. We were darkness. So Christ became sin, but he did not know no sin. He never participated in any sinful act. He did no wrong. He had no wrong faults. We had all that going on. So in order for God to redeem us, he made his son to be sin for us. 
For what reason? That we might be made. Might be made what? What does it mean to be made anyway? It means to make. Yeah. To make what? To make whatever it is you're trying to make. So then what was God trying to make? Sinners, not cowboys, but saints. Oh, man, listen, I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to keep the house together. I'm working hard. <laughs> huh? What was he trying to do? He was trying to justify sinners. By making his son total sin. Stay with me now. <laughs> Don't forget them clothes. Because without them clothes, you ain't going to heaven to stay. Oh, you going. But you ain't going to stay. Everybody's going to heaven. Everybody ain't staying. They're going because that's where the great white throne judgment is. But for God has made Christ who knew no sin, never participated in the sin, to be sin for us. Every sin we ever committed, Christ died for that sin. And you notice, you didn't have to come to Christ and confess any of your sins in order to be saved. But you did have to come and confess Jesus as Lord with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you called upon him in order to be saved. But uh, um, he, he didn't make you righteous right there. He gave you righteousness. See, because I'm, I'm going to not be able to finish this, obviously. But I ain't got nothing else to do. Th this is what I've been called and sent to do. So, you say you his righteousness? What does this Bible say? And you know, since last week I've been accused of changing my, my doctrine. If people are concerned about me changing my doctrine, then why don't they come hear me every time I preach? Huh? You that concerned? Stay here with me to make sure I stay on track. He made Christ everything I need. <laughs> Only reason I'm restraining myself is because I don't want to hurt myself. You know, like jump down and run around. So, if I only had self-righteousness going on, 
And I'm not living in a time where God is accepting no animal sacrifices. And I want to be saved. Then I have to do it God's way. Jesus, I believe that you are Lord. Jesus, I believe that God has raised you from the dead. And Jesus, I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. That's it. That's all it is to it. And if you add anything else to it, now you up under the law. So, God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we might be made. Might be made what? Might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Might be made. Ain't made. But in the process of being. Well, if I'm in the process of being and I'm not perfect, then somewhere I'm going to sin. Now, let me share three things with you in rapid succession. That I might be made the righteousness of God in him. Well, 1 Corinthians 1.30 says that Christ is made unto us righteousness. So it's not my righteousness that I have right now. It's God's righteousness. Because God is the justifier. You got that? Now those that say that they are the righteousness of God, why are you going to take out might be made? Why you got to do all that? Why can't you just accept the fact that you're not perfect and he is? And that he's been made to be for us everything that we need. Is that plain? Because if you say that, you know, if you say, okay, pastor, I hear what you're saying, but I don't read a lot of books. I noticed in the book that I wrote, The Righteousness of Faith, you know, back, I wrote that book, I think, in 1995, I think, and I was reading it the other day, and I got right in there that we are the righteousness of God. I wrote that in my book. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. That we might be made because of the clothes that we have on. Which makes my spirit perfect. But in my flesh dwells no good thing. So even in order for me to maintain my prayer life in the proper perspective. I'm not going to tell you I'm the righteousness of God because I run red lights sometimes. 
You mean the righteousness of God going to run a red light? Oh, so now you're not the righteousness of God. You just said you're being yourself now? So if you're being yourself, then that means you're out of Christ. You think, you think what I'm saying sounds ridiculous. You ought to hear somebody else say it. Let me show you where you get in trouble. Because my spirit cannot sin. Am I right about it? All sin is in my members. You know, like y'all. In 1 John, it's right over there, going over there. Chapter 1, in verse 9. 1 John, chapter 1, and verse 9. And when you get there, say, I have it. This is for the believer. It's going to mess you up just starting to read this. If you're the righteousness of God, what kind of sin you got to confess? And God can't do no wrong. If we confess, that's the Greek word homologio, Say the same thing that God said. If we confess our sins, what now wait, I'm already messed up. Because if I'm the righteousness of God, what sin do I have to confess? This is the same foolishness that a preacher over yonder in Tulsa got in trouble with. By saying, you don't have to preach the gospel since at the end of the day, everybody's going to be saved. Man, you know, if everybody's going to be saved, then I'm, I'm messed up now because over in the book of Revelation, those whose names were not found written in the Lamb Book of Life was cast into the lake of fire. So if everybody's going to be saved, how they end up in the fire? So the believer has sin. Oh, so now you're going to get all proper with me. Well, you know, I ain't mean to do it. I don't care what you meant. You did it. And if we say we have no sinful nature, we're making God out of a liar. All sin is in my members. Those that are born of God cannot sin. So what's born of God? Your spirit. So if you're the righteousness of God, you don't even need to start reading verse 9 because you ain't, you ain't going to ever sin. Because God cannot sin. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now wait a minute. So that tells me that sin is everything that's wrong. So if I'm going to be cleansed from all unrighteousness, 
Now that means that I sinned. And God is telling the believer, come and make the confession. And I will forgive you for all of your unrighteousness. So how are you going to be his righteousness when you're doing good and your unrighteousness when you ain't? I got two more and they're going to be real brief for a third time. Let me show you a scripture that we often quote here at the church, but I don't know if we really understand it. I'm still reaching to get a broader understanding of it. But you know Isaiah 54 and 17, that's, that's one of our favorite go-to scriptures. Yeah. You know, we gonna, you mess around too long, we're going to pull Isaiah 54 17, we're going to pull it on you. We may not understand it, but we're going to say it. Because we ain't playing this time. Isaiah 54 and 17. Y'all still here? Isaiah 54 and 17. No weapon. What does no weapon mean? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you shall condemn. Now listen. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, said the Lord. Now, 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 wait a minute. The Lord didn't say that they wouldn't get in the kitchen at midnight and form the weapon. He just said it won't work. Is that, is that, am I doing okay right now? Well, if it doesn't work, then why won't it work? Because they show done formed it. It won't work because our righteousness is of God. So the weapon won't work against his righteousness that done clothes your human spirit. That's why the thing won't work. It's his righteousness in you. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's why it ain't working. Now let that marinate just for a minute. It came to destroy me, but I have authority to speak against it. And what I don't allow in my life, the Lord ain't going to allow it. We have an inheritance. And we've been given the gift of righteousness. Which is a garment that clothes our human spirit. But now in my flesh dwells no good thing. 
So that means all the days of my life. When I'm wrong, I better get to God and fess up. Because if I don't do that, then I'm expecting some strange, weird thought if I'm thinking that I'm his righteousness and I don't do no wrong. I had to be cleansed from all unrighteousness because I just did. And if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord won't hear me. He gave us righteousness as a free gift. That's why whatever the enemy come up against us with, it won't work because God has given us righteousness as a free gift. I didn't generate it on my own because my stuff ain't good enough. Every one of you that's born again, you're no longer naked. Your spirit is no longer naked. Mm -mm. And it never will be. Matthew chapter 22. Let's look at this garment. Y'all still with me? Matthew 22, 11. Y'all such a blessed, great church. I thank God for you all. When the king came in to see the guests, this was a king that threw a ball for his son. And when the king came in to see the guest, he saw there a man who had not owned a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in here not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him hand and foot and take him away. And cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. Why did the man get thrown out into outer darkness? He didn't have on a wedding garment. Oh, folk think they're going in to be with Jesus just because they gave the Salvation Army a dollar. This is a small picture of the marriage supper of the lamb, the Lord's son. This is a picture of somebody that came in and was not properly dressed, didn't have on a wedding garment, and they threw him out. We live in a generation right now. Last first scripture in Revelation chapter 19. Go there. We live in a time right now people want to wear a t-shirt to a wedding. Yeah. That's disrespectful. 
won't eat the chicken with their feet. It's disrespectful. Revelation 19 and 7. Now y'all be real glad if you're born again to know that your spirit cannot save, but your your spirit cannot sin, but your flesh can. Because we're being made the righteousness of God. What does that mean? That means I have an opportunity to do right towards you, even though I did wrong, I can repent. I can see myself growing because there was a time I never would apologize to you. But then there are other things in my life that I'm challenged by that I may fall to that temptation. Then I have to repent before God and get up and keep moving. Because unrighteousness is toward your fellow man. Ungodliness is toward God. So you mean to tell me you haven't fallen out with anybody lately? Or you've not come into some kind of disagreement? Some of us, that's all we do. If it's quiet, we start arguing. Yeah. Arguing over remote. All that. But when you got born again, God clothed your human spirit. Say these words to the Lord. Lord, thank you for putting clothes on my spirit. And that garment is Jesus. That's why you can't be saved and lost. He got all that covered. Matthew 19 and 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come. And his wife, the church, hath made herself ready. And to her, the church, was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. For the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And that's why to the day you leave this earth, if the Lord delays his coming, you're going to be confessing where you messed up. But it does not change the fact that your spirit is clothed in his righteousness and not your flesh. I pray that this has been made real plain to you. And that you would take care of your business. And this dispensation is faith in Jesus Christ that God rewards and gives to us righteousness as a gift. But it does not come from you, it came to you. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. Out of the
The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible... You pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.